Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. You're listening to last week's episode. To get this week's episode, you can take a look at my Patreon page, where patrons have day one access to new content. By pledging a dollar or more a month, you can get access to new episodes before everyone else, get merchandise for the show, and more. If you don't become a patron, there are still ways that you can support the show. Take a screenshot of you listening to the episode and post that on social media. And tag me in the shot on Twitter at MCLeadershipGuy or on Instagram at MC underscore Leadership Guy. If you haven't already, make sure to give the show a five-star rating and write a review so I can know what you think of the show. To become a patron of the show, make sure to visit the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. That's three L's podcast. My name is Jake McLean and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. I'm your host, Jake McLean. With me on the show today, I have Michael Lemus. Uh, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, jump right in because I want to be uh, respectful of your time. So uh, tell me and the listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Michael Lemus, as you said. Um, I am an educator, so I work at a university here in Sacramento, California. Um, and I've been working in education for a couple of years now, so actually going in on my fifth full year of working full time. Um, but aside from education and my educator role, um, I do a lot of social justice work. Um, I love to write, be in the outdoors. Um, I'm just a really big believer in just connecting to people on multiple levels. Um, and that looks like a lot of different things. And so I'm all about community building and having a good time or trying to have a good time. So yeah, it's just a little bit about me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, and so uh, you mentioned uh, that you uh, have been working now in higher ed for uh, five years. Congratulations on five years. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so how did you get involved in working in higher ed? Did you know that that was kind of where you wanted to go? Uh, how did that all get started for you? Oh, that is a great question. Um, no, I did not. <laughs> so I was a psychology major in undergrad, um, and I actually thought I was going to go into industrial organizational psychology, so actually working for HR but in a psychologist role. So I was actually getting ready to apply for grad school about six months before graduating in that type of a field. And then I had someone, and I think this happens to a lot of people, um, kind of finding yourself into higher ed student affairs. So I had a staff member, um, a counselor actually back at my university that asked me if I was interested in student affairs. I had no idea what the heck it was. Um, and then I realized that a lot of my student roles and my leadership positions were essentially doing that type of work on a student level. So she explained it to me and she was like, basically, you get to work with college students and very similar work, but as a staff member. And I was like, wow, I had no idea that that existed. Um, and it's truly what, you know, I was passionate about then and I'm so passionate about now. And so I found myself into it um, and got to know more of what the field, um, you know, really has to offer, not just professionals, but also students. 
And so I went to grad school for it and then have been working full time since grad school. Um, and it's been a really rewarding experience and field. But yeah, I definitely uh, found myself in, in it. I, I, had, I didn't even know it existed prior to that conversation. Yeah, I, um, I mean, similar, uh, story. Uh, f- definitely, I think I've heard that now from a few different, uh, yeah. higher ed folks that I've had on the show. Uh, and it's, it always starts, uh, like I was psychology, but then I was like, mm, I'd have to go get my master's if I wanted to do anything with psychology. Right. <laughs> so maybe I'll switch to something else. And then, uh, like it was, that same semester, I was like, "Oh man, I'm I'm going to work in higher ed. I got to go get my master's anyway." Yeah. Uh, so. And there's that. Yeah, for real. Uh, you just launched your uh, your website uh, not too long yeah, ago yeah. for yeah. Uh, for your business that you started. Uh, you started your business back in August. Is that right? Yeah. So it's it's a it's it's been an interesting journey because I started more of a it was actually a Facebook page back in August of 2018 and it started off as more of a Facebook page really to actually get like what I was processing through and going through at the time. So I, I used that as a writing outlet. Um, and in a sense it was therapeutic for me to just be able to, you know, release, you know, stuff that I've been wanting to talk about for a while um, and share it with community. So when it was first really released, or I guess when the platform was released, it was just a Facebook page for me to, really go ahead and talk about my experiences, but also connect to other people and build community through, you know, shared experiences. And so it actually didn't really, you know, even come up as an idea to actually make this more of a business until about January. Um, and I started to realize because in my previous role, um, I, I was actually an advisor slash counselor for the last three years. And so I started to think about what would that look like to empower professionals and like grad students so I've been doing that work for students, like undergraduate students for so long. And a lot of that was, you know, a lot of like life coaching type of conversations. So I started to think about like, okay, there are people that have many shared experiences of what I've been, you know, talking about over the past couple of months. What would that look like to, you know, empower those individuals that are working um, with other folks, whether that be students or, or others, um, and how they can go about feeling really good about their experiences and how they go about really being happy in their lives. And so it turned into a business actually back in, like I said, January, February. And then since then, you know, picking up clients, um, doing things like this, this has been really exciting. So being on podcasts um, and different shows and having conversations with other people that have also been launching their projects. And I've been working on, you know, coming up with a website for the last couple of months and finally released it about um, now two and a half weeks ago. And that's been super exciting because I feel much more official um, and in the direction that I want to take the actual platform, which is still, you know, a community building space, but also it plays, you know, multiple roles. So it's a community building space. I host my blog on there. Um, I have my services and products, um, which include the life coaching that I do on there as well. Um, but truly what I want it to be is, you know, aside from just the business, for it to be a space where people that they can, you know, they can go to to get that that shared experience and also to just feel good because I try my best to produce some feel good content um, and to just also talk to me because I think some of the experiences that I've shared um, I've gotten a number of people that have messaged me through Facebook, email, just different platforms that have shared that, you know, they've gone through some of the things that I've gone through, but they've never felt comfortable sharing that with anyone else. And so 
it's been nice to, you know, just see that and to know that I'm helping other people, whether they're clients of mine or if they're not, um, just through the content that I'm sharing. So it's been a, a really interesting experience because, yeah, it really turned into something that I didn't think it was going to be, but it's been really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i been following uh, since, uh, I think I joined the, uh, we're both part of the Higher Ed Entrepreneurs and Side Hustlers yeah, page. Yeah. And I think I joined sometime like late September, maybe early October, uh, in the fall. And I had, I had seen a lot of your posts, uh, from there. And so, uh, I was like the, uh, I was like the window shopper of Facebook yeah. pages like that, uh, for a long time. And so I was like, mm, I'm just here, you know, uh, having a look, taking a look around. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, I've, so, all of that to say, I've been following uh, since uh, right after you launched the Facebook page. Uh, so uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. It's like a loyal follower right there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Uh, <laughs> long time reader, first time commenter. You know. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really cool about that is that you really have seen the transformation of like where it's gone, because um, it's been really free flowing in that way. Of you know, again, starting it off as just the Facebook page and. I honestly thought like, okay, like I'd be cool if, you know, there's like 20, 20 followers just like that I consistently, you know, produce content for, talk to. And then it just blew up and it, it just, you know, it has now hundreds of followers, which is really cool because there are people from all over the place and people that reach out just to talk, um, people that I don't know or I've never met in my life before. And it's just, it's it's nice to be able to feel that community through, you know, an online platform where I think a lot of times people think you can't actually produce really good relationships through online platforms. But I think this has been a really telling experience that in fact you can. Yeah, absolutely. And the, uh, kind of the, uh, the way you show up, right. The vulnerability, the authenticity, uh, people, when people can connect to that, when you make, when you make it real for people, that's, that's how the connections come. I completely agree. Yeah. So, uh, you touched on it a little bit uh, in your answer to the previous question, but could you talk a little bit more uh, about kind of the lead up then to from from Facebook page to, you know, starting to craft the message as as a business and kind of what that journey was like for you? Yeah, definitely. Honestly, it's been a really big learning experience. So, you know, the way that it started was back in January, I actually had a group on Facebook and it was called Abundance in Transition. And the majority of the folks that were in that group were actually new professionals and grad students. And so it was about maybe 40 people. And so I ran like an actual free, I think it was like a five day type of a training um, where we talked a lot about, you know, just transition points. What does that look like for people when they're trying to enter a new space? Um, but also still trying to go ahead and process through their current spaces. And then from there is actually, I realized, and it was through talking to Kaylee, actually, um, who runs the higher ed um, entrepreneur group on Facebook. She's the one who actually asked me, like, what would it look like after you run this free training to actually, you know, let people know that you're taking on clients? Um, and she was the one who affirmed the experience. And I, I you know, I, I value her so much as an individual because, She's the one who's like, hey, you already do this. You've already been doing this, you know, full time for students. Why not do it for other people? Um, and really from there, that's when I started to look into, okay, this can be, you know, an actual possibility. And so I created a PayPal account. 
Um, and then I started to actually coordinate with clients and, you know, usually it's done via Skype. Um, but if people are local, I also meet with them in person. Um, so that as well, like I hadn't actually touched Skype for years. So getting back to, you know, using online video chats, um, creating PDFs. So there's content that I also send to my clients in addition to the actual life coaching conversations. Um, and so there's a lot of coordination and scheduling out, you know, those meetings, um, figuring out how that was going to work in the schedule of like, of course, myself, but also the clients. Um, and so once that started to happen, I started to see that pick up and I realized, okay, I feel the need to, you know, have a website where everything can be hosted and then all the links can be on there. So I got a Squarespace account, like a business account. Um, and, you know, that, that was also a lot of learning because I had never, you know, edited my own website. Um, it's a lot to obviously, you know, come up with content to actually put on it, but also, mm -hmm. you know, what sections need to include what. And I think I kind of overstressed myself, to be honest, um, in the beginning, because I felt like I needed to just have everything. But, you know, I, I processed through that and I was like, you know, I'm going to go in with this experience in my authentic self. And I think that's why people have resonated so much with my message is because of, like you mentioned, the authenticity and the vulnerability. So I finally got to a point where I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and release it in that frame of, you know, frame of thought and that mindset. Um, and finally, after a couple of months of working on the content, I was able to release it. And it's been thankfully very well received. So I'm just super, you know, blessed to have that experience. And it's more of the upkeep, to be honest. I think like, you know, with the PayPal, with the Squarespace, with keeping up with the social media outlets, it's and trying to coordinate all of them. Um, I, I give major credit to people that do this full time, you know, social media, you know, strategic, um, people just do this on the day. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I enjoy it. It's, it's, it's good. It's a good space to be in. And because I feel like I'm being authentic, it doesn't feel like extra work. Um, and it's something that I feel very passionate about. So it, it doesn't feel like a, like a drag to do all of these things. I just enjoy doing it. Yeah, it's almost more of like a like an extension of what you're already doing. Uh, yeah, and it's a great way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> I resonate with that a lot. Uh, I <laughs> because it's uh, I don't know. I take uh, like just random photos, uh, and then yeah. I'm like, I like look at my phone. Uh, I look at how I've engaged on social media before, and I'm like, oh my, like is it? Should I do? I what? What do I say? Should I do yeah. this? I, you know, and so it's like this uh, game of back and forth. And so yeah. I am, I'm always like, yeah, it's just like an extension of me. No big deal. But then people like don't see the background of me like, oh, my God, should I post this? Wait, what hashtag should I use? Oh, no. What exactly. am I? Uh, yeah. It's and a so, lot of thought that goes into it. Yeah. And so I definitely uh, kudos to all those uh, sort of like social media strategizers out there because agreed yeah my goodness uh and I, keeping up with the trends too i mean and oh, i don't yeah. mean trends as in like you know fashion trends or, or but more of like the trends of just the social media outlets and i've learned a lot about you know hashtags and analytics and mm -hmm. i think that's what's also been cool about it is that you know i'm as i'm going through this experience like i'm also learning and i'm able to also tell and help other people when you know let's say they're trying to launch their own like project or you know business um that i can now share the knowledge because um, yeah. i'm a big believer in 
you know, once you've gotten past the gates, um, to really open those up and bo- open up the doors to be able to help other people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's been pretty exciting. So I and I appreciate you sending me the the I think it was the website for the stickers because that's something else that I'm looking into doing. Oh yeah, so I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I um, I don't think I've ever experienced more joy than the day that uh, my stickers for the show came in. <laughs> I just like I was like uh, you know furiously tracking them. Uh, cause they I were going to arrive like three days ahead of schedule. And I was like, Oh no, I just, what are they going to look like? Am I going to have to cut these out? <laughs> you know, uh, the proof looked a little pixelated. I hope the picture doesn't. Uh, and then I got them and I, uh, opened the box. So, uh, I just didn't know my own strength. And so they spilled everywhere. And oh. so, and so the photo I took is actually, uh, uh, I posted it on my Instagram, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. of the stickers coming in and that's how they fell. And so it was like, I, I like freaked out for a second, like sheer panic because they yeah, all the fell. Look great. I know. And so it was like, oh my God, like couldn't have planned it, uh, any better. So, <laughs> uh, so anyhow, but no, and I think it's true. I think the, when you're, when you're producing content that you feel passionate about and that aligns with, you know, who you are and who you're trying to be, I think that's. It's, it is, I, I definitely resonate with just feeling very excited. Um, it's kind of like when you're opening up a, like a pack of Pokemon cards when you were a kid and you get like a, oh my God, yes. Like yes. Like that <laughs> it, yeah. I, you know, as soon as you said that, I uh, had like a, a childhood flashback and I was like, yes, uh, absolutely. That's what it's like. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, my buddy, uh, who, uh, works like 10 feet away from my office right now, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we always like share podcast stuff and, uh, I call him my unofficial business manager because he's always helping me think of things to kind of grow the show or to grow my business, things like that. And so, um, he brought in like this, uh, special, specially made, uh, like lapel pin, uh, that like this, uh, podcast that he listens to produces. Uh, and so I was like, damn, why did I get stickers? I could have got a lapel pin. Like how cool. <laughs> uh, and it's just like so detailed. And so I'm looking at your, uh, Skype profile photo. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, that could be a lapel pin, my man. I like that. So now everything See, I'm this seeing is why is I need like, these ideas. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So you never know. Uh, and you never know where inspiration is going to strike. And so it's like, that is such a good point. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've got like, um, and I think I mentioned this to somebody else on the show before. Yeah. I've got like pads of paper just like stuck. Like I got one in like the the uh, closet that I put towels in uh, in the bathroom because you know shower yeah. thoughts are a real thing. Got yep. one in the car, you know, one all over the place, and so uh, you got to keep yeah. track of them. Otherwise, you know, we lose sight of them because we're. I mean, we're busy throughout the day, so yeah. it could be really easy to just forget this big idea that you just came up with. Yeah, but if you can write it down and just capture exactly, it. yeah, <laughs> or get it recorded onto a podcast, you know. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, then it's there forever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Or as long as I keep paying the bill, you know. It's, True. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, um, I I'm interested uh, selfishly uh, to know uh, what it was like for you. 
so you've taken this from uh, kind of your own kind of therapeutic use of writing and getting your story out to people to now taking on clients. What was it like for you uh, when you kind of booked that first client? Oh, that's a, yeah. So I, I will always remember this. Um, you know, it was really interesting because I first went through this kind of like imposter syndrome type of a space. Um, which was, you know, ironic, but at the same time, I, I understood why I was going through it because I say ironic just because literally that had been my job, like full time, um, you know, doing this type of life coaching type of work with students, you know, in very intense situations too. And so I started to question, I'm like, why am I feeling so, you know, it's so I, I, I was in a space of like, oh, sh are people going to find me qualified enough to do this? Like, what makes me so special for them to actually choose to work with me? And so I did go into this like imposter syndrome type of a space um, and leading up to that first like client and that first call, because that first one was actually um, via Skype. And so even that, like I was thinking about like, okay, I haven't gone on Skype for a long time. What is, what is this going to look like? Um, but honestly, when it actually happened, because so for one of the um, coaching packages that I have, um, it's called Empower Calls, and that has a one-hour life coaching session, and it has some PDF activities that I've also created that are meant to instill, you know, the confidence and the empowerment by going through individual activities on your own um, to really hone in on the skills that you have, like who you are as an individual, um, through more of like an individual activity, and then pairing that with, you know, the actual call itself. And then the call is really to, you know, discuss what does your ideal environment look like? How do you advocate for yourself? What is your why? Um, it's a very holistic conversation. And immediately when I got into the holistic part of that conversation, I felt really comfortable and in my element. And then I realized, I think that because it was new, or I guess it was a new form of what I typically, you know, did, I think that's where I went into the imposter syndrome. But once it happened, I felt very good about it and very affirmed by the client. So luckily, you know, that first client went really great. Um, yeah. and you know, they were really affirming of my calling. I think, you know, I appreciate what she said. She said that you, she was like, this is what you're meant to do. Um, and this is, this is the space that, you know, people need you to be in because it's empowering work that you're doing. Um, and part of that package, you know, there's the logistics associated with like our review, you know, a resume or a cover letter, and then also their LinkedIn profile. Um, cause I'm really big on just like marketing online as well. But really, it's, it's that call. It's the call that brings it all together. And it felt really good. And so, you know, it did take some transition. And then to me to, you know, fully get comfortable with just being in this new space, because I felt like it was a new identity. So even call myself, you know, a coach or a life coach, like I had to actually, you know, sit in that for a while before I felt fully comfortable with identifying that way. Yeah, sure. And, and what cool feedback, uh, to, uh, get from client numero uno, uh, you yeah. know, like I, I would, I like, I foresee the, uh, like clouds opening up and like the, the heavens shining down, like some angelic choir music happening in the background. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It it's been a, it's been a really good experience and the clientele, you know, is, is very diverse which I appreciate. So, you know, there's some new professionals, there's some grad students, there's even people which, you know, the first time that this happened, I was like, whoa, what? 
people that are, you know, in higher positions than I am, um, that are, you know, directors and things like that. And that at first, that was a, an experience where, again, I experienced the imposter syndrome, like, whoa, like this person has a higher position. But then I realized, and this is the mindset that I have now is that there's something about what I have and what I offer that resonates with each individual. And it's not about titles or positions. It's literally about like a human to human connection. Um, And that's really what it comes down to in each of those conversations. Yeah. And how powerful. Uh, Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been a a cool time. Yeah. I, I would say that that is a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, So, um, as you're kind of continuing down this uh, journey, uh, how do you kind of see this uh, growing for you? That is something I've really been thinking about this past month. Um, and, you know, since about February, I've had a number of people just tell me, and I've had to, like, again, sit in this type of a feeling too, tell me that this could be much bigger than I thought it was ever going to be. And, that's been really interesting because, you know, I've, I've always envisioned this, this set, you know, plan that I've had um, for myself and it did not include this. And so for this to be, you know, just taking off so quickly and like the people that I've gotten a chance to work with and the clients, I think, you know, definitely building up new coaching programs. I think hopefully by the end of this summer, I really actually want to launch an actual training an online type of a space probably through Facebook, um, where it's more of a collective space. And I really want to work on, as you know, um, producing products. So I think a lot of my message and my platform is about, you know, empowerment and advocating for yourself. And so, you know, working on a college campus, I get to see what the students are interested in. And stickers are definitely a really big part of how they communicate without using their words because they'll put them on, you know, their laptops or their tumblers. Um, And I've been looking at that and I was like, Hey, what would that look like to produce messages through, you know, my type of a platform, but do that through a community building space. And so I'm looking at that being, you know, the next level of, you know, looking at further developing the coaching programs, but also the other side of it will look like products and releasing actual products that people can feel good about um, and they have an actual message that when they put it on something, it's not only affirming to them, but it can also spread the good vibes to other people. Um, so that's, that is the the goal um, and continuing to do things like this. I think I, I love this community space. Um, I want to further develop my YouTube channel so that I can also, you know, have people like you on to go ahead and talk about like what everyone is working on and how people can connect because, I'm really big on bridge building and I want people to be connected and, you know, be able to share space. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely click with all of that, uh, because the, uh, I have this, uh, wristband from a keynote speaker I heard, uh, at a leadership conference, uh, and, uh, I've like never lost it. It always sits on my desk at work or it's on me. Yeah. Uh, and it's that token, like reminder kind of thing. You see it. And so, uh, having some, you know, some merchandise, uh, you know, some, uh, some, yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, something to help, 
your audience recall the experience that they've had with you or the content that you're providing for them. Definitely. And then I completely agree. Yeah. And then the YouTube channel, uh, you know, I, I love that idea, uh, because, uh, seeing the, the videos you're putting up on Instagram, uh, I, uh, got inspired myself actually. Uh, and so I won like a gift card to Amazon from like a survey I took and I was like, okay, I'm, it was a podcasting survey. So I got to put it into the podcast. Uh, and that's how I got materials for, um, my soundproofing booth for my podcast yeah but it's uh but i also bought a a new webcam and so i'm like okay the the youtube channel coming coming soon uh so uh anyway yeah no i think it's the the power of conversation is is just i mean it's incredible and i think that i find myself having a lot of conversations like this on a day-to-day basis with just different types of people in very different types of environments and I think, you know, the world, I mean, and I think our society, especially, you know, where we're at, um, could use more of this, you know, these types of conversations, because I think they're, they're real, they're connecting to people in a, on a deeper level. Um, and it's not, you know, the, the typical stuff that you see in the media every day. I think that this is, you know, people trying to figure themselves out and um, talk to other people about it. And I think there's a lot of just, just a lot of powerful work there. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, just saw um, on Fox News of all places, uh, oh. there was this uh, this person. You're like, where is this going? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so they uh, Tucker Carlson had on uh, the uh, founder uh, and president of StoryCorps. Uh, are you familiar with StoryCorps at all? No, I'm not. So, uh, I wasn't either. And so I was, uh, the, the thumbnail for the video showed Tucker talking about, uh, straws and how leftists are ruining the planet by getting rid of straws. Uh, anyway, that's not important. That's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but the, uh, the story core guy comes on and he talks about, uh, so they have these, uh, uh, conversation booths and they, uh, pair, uh, strangers, to just sit down and have a conversation uh, to find themselves realizing that we're not so different uh, after all. Ah, And the whole premise of it is exhilarating and watching the nonverbal expressions on Tucker's face as this man is uh, advocating for his work (laughs) uh, is hilarious. And so I'll have to send you the clip. Uh, Yeah, please. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the power of a conversation is, uh, so, so cool, so powerful and, uh, so incredibly impactful. And that was one of the reasons why I started the show in the first place. Right. uh, Because it's, uh, yeah, exactly that. I mean, all my grad work was, uh, leadership and communication. And so it's like, I just want to talk to people and, you know, everybody's, everybody's got a story and everybody deserves to, to share their story. And so. I, I completely agree. And you know what's cool? I mean, you know, both of us being in education, um, that a lot of the skills that we use, you know, in our roles are things that can be used in things like this, like in different capacities. And so um, one of the other things that I'm finding myself having more conversations with people about is is that actually the fact that, you know, either as a student or as an educator or whatever role you play, that those are skills that can be used in multiple arenas. So not 
not to feel like you can only use them in the space that you're used to because, you know, the marketing that I've done, you know, for conferences and for, you know, different programs, like now I know how to use those things. So I use it in addition to obviously the program, like for myself as well. So these, these transferable skills, um, I think it's, it's really cool to look at them in, in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the, as as we know, there are uh, now nearly limitless uh, opportunities in which to do all of this. Oh yeah, uh, cool work. So, uh, so uh, sh- I want to shift gears uh, to my last couple of questions yeah. for you. Uh, and so, uh, since uh, you know it's a it's a life uh, and leadership podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm curious to know, uh, and you have touched on this a little bit, uh, your own kind of life leadership philosophy and how uh, it kind of shows up for you. Uh, Yeah, what would you say to that? Definitely. Um, For one, if I had to put a word to it, um, or a phrase, I guess, uh, um, it would be transformational leadership. And I've identified that way since I was actually in college. Um, It's looked different, obviously, as I've evolved and know gone through experiences but I've always been a the type of person and leader to want to impact just change or just enact change and inspire other people to be their best selves and you know I was at a conference back in November and I had this grad student come up to me because I gave a speech then and you know she came up to me afterwards and she said I want to be like you when I enter, you know, my like new professional role. And, and I looked at her and I was like, you know, I'm flattered by that comment, but I want to, I want to challenge you on, on that statement. And she was just like, Oh, and she was, she was kind of taken aback. And I said, you know, I want to empower you to rather than, you know, seeing or trying to be another person or a version of that person to really just be the best version of yourself because you have so much knowledge and so many things that, you know, I don't even have. And so rather than just trying to be someone else, why don't you, I mean, like, that, here's, here's the question. I'm like, why don't you be the best version of yourself um, so that you're happy with who you are? And that was a really powerful conversation. And really, that's how I see things is I, I want people, especially in my leadership. So if I supervise someone or if I just have some sort of influence on a person that, you know, rather than them trying to strive to be, you know, another person for them to just get to a level where they feel very comfortable with themselves and confident in themselves to be their own leader. Um, I have played the role of many front facing roles, I guess you can think about. Um, And that's kind of just happened. But I also want people to know, you don't have to be the president or the CEO or leading this committee to be a leader. Um, I think it really just comes down to you know, communication, how you influence other people. Um, And, you know, spheres of influence look different for folks. But I think that when it comes to leadership, I'm very much about transformation. On an individual level, I'm always seeking to transform and to reflect upon my own experiences so that I can continue to evolve and improve. Um, And if I can help facilitate that with other with other folks, then that's really that is really is my like my passion right there. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, I so, yeah, sorry, I uh, was a little delayed there. <laughs> I found out that I I thought I had muted myself so that my background noise or my dog didn't whine <laughs> during that uh, awesome answer, uh, and then I didn't, uh, and then I ended up muting myself when I responded the first time. That's so. totally okay. No worries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just you know the background tech stuff, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you touched on this uh, in that answer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe you can touch on it a little bit more mm-hmm. when I ask you uh, if you had to share a single piece of advice for anyone looking to uh, level themselves up, what would you say? I would say a, 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 I would give a twofold answer. Um, the first is to learn to be comfortable on your own. Um, and tied to that is, instilling in yourself that you deserve happiness in whatever that means to you. Um, And so the reason why I tie those two together is because, you know, when we're seeking happiness, sometimes we rely very heavily on other folks to either affirm us or to, you know, be in that journey with us, which of course there are people that are going to be there with us, you know, going through these experiences, but Um, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is when I have gone through this reflective type of work that I needed to find, you know, the space where I felt comfortable on my own and who I am as an individual to actually even, you know, believe that I deserve all the happiness in the world. And so that I think is, it, it, it ties together really, really closely to me because I think that again, you know, in a society that we live in, there's a lot of of a need for affirmation and for acceptance. Um, but when you can accept yourself and when you're just fully in your element within yourself, that's not so necessary. And then you can be happy with yourself and then with other people being happy for you. That's a, that's an added bonus. That's incredible. But I think at the end of the day, if you're able to, you know, live your truth and be happy with yourself, I think that that within itself is just a, a strong form of advocacy. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And uh, what a perfect uh, and powerful way to wrap up the episode uh, with that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's It's been a really good time. And I'm, I'm really thankful that you reached out because these, the, these are the conversations that I live for. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they're they're definitely uh, highlights. Every every time I'm able to to bring somebody on, uh, you know, I haven't had a a bad interview yet. That's awesome. And there goes my dog. <laughs> there, there, there goes my dog uh, shaking in the background. Uh, so, uh, Michael, uh, that's all I've got for you. Unless there's anything else that's like burning at your core that you have to get out to the listeners. I think that is that is good. I feel like I, I said a lot. But, you know, if people want to, of course, get connected, feel free to reach out in multiple ways, and I would love to stay connected. Well, uh, Michael, thanks again so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having me again. It's, this has been a, a great time, and I'm sure there will be future ways for us to collaborate. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. Me too. Yeah, uh, listeners, thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, remember that you can follow uh, all of the exciting adventures by subscribing to the website at www.jakespeaks.org. 
you can uh, subscribe to the Patreon now for the show at uh, patreon.com slash LLL podcast. That's three L's podcast. Or you can just follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at MC Leadership Guy. Until next time, take care.